Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start It Up podcast. It's Friday. It's Crucial Conversations. Got Jamal back with us. Jamal, how you doing? Man, you know I'm doing fantastic today. My parents were complaining that it was too hot in Florida, and I wanted to not be happy with that because we just got off our spring break. I'm using air quotes of spring break. The whole nation was cold other than Florida, but, you know, fresh off spring break, back at it again. We got a lot of stuff going on. And I always remembered that stretch when I was in the classroom, that spring break to the end of school year is absolutely insane. So how are you gearing up? How are you gearing up? Man, we're, we're actually trying to gear down, uh, Mm -hmm. No new initiatives. We, we got to make the, the most of testing. Uh-huh. And I say make the most of it. You know, if you don't kind of attack that, it'll, it'll be the thing that, uh, that can potentially break your back kind of deal. Um, so trying to make the most of testing and just really trying to land the plane, man, and go into summer just to recharge and kick it back up. Yeah. So theme for the day, uh, thought for the day, whatever you want to call it. Um, I was walking uh, downtown today and I ran into some people and uh, they, they needed some encouraging words. And I, I, I said a few things and, and they said, yeah, I'm going to do that. And mm-hmm. while, I, while I was grateful that they, they were you know, receptive to what I had to say, it reminded me of just of, of, of short term inspiration. And I'm Mm going to say inspirational speakers. And I'm by no means am I um, de-emphasizing the need for a motivational speaker. But Mm -hmm. in those moments of motivation, I realized that people just want to be led. People love being told of, you can do it. Let's go. Let's do it. And I love that. But what what is the first thing you think of when you think of motivational or inspirational speakers? Encouragement. Yeah. Encouragement when? Uh, in the moment. In the moment. Exactly. That's yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That's it. And now, if for those of you that can take that moment of inspiration, and that's your catalyst, good for you. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 like I, the thought I kept going back to is people want to be led, but eventually you have to lead yourself. Right. And... Uh, that is not to say that you can't rely on some support network. I mean, I think that we prove that all the time. We call each other in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. Not that we're not motivated. This is nice to get a little morning motivation or, a, or, or, or as we have here on, on, on uh, crucial conversations, it's okay every now and then. Um, but what is so hard about leading yourself? Why is well, that so difficult? Well, I'm going to start, I'll start with, with my initial thought. I think what ends up happening is in, in the moment where, I think it's twofold. People desire leadership uh, in this situation, I believe, because if someone tells me what to do and I go and do that, then I'm not sold. I'm not responsible at all for the results. So you have that kind of the detachment style of following someone. And, that, and this is where, you know, leadership becomes like this special, specialized thing that's only, you know, for people that have special degrees or who are natural born leaders. Well, the first step of being a leader is leading yourself well. And I think the, the, the second reason is sometimes I really don't know how to lead myself. So I'm, I've built this reliance upon 
others to dictate a lot of things in my life. And then when those things happen, I, I, I get to, I, it's easy to get to a place where you feel like things are happening to you and not because of you. Things happen to you, to you, not because of you. I, I, I love that. Unpack that a little bit further. Cause I, I love that soundbite moment, but like explain that a little bit more. So for me, so for me, I, I live by this, this creed and I got it from, um, Grant Cardone's book, 10X. And he talks about personal accountability. And he says it like this, things don't happen to you. They happen because of you. And I love sharing this story because it's so crazy. Um, you know, in, at the beginning of the chapter, he talks about, you know, if you get rear-ended by a car, how could that possibly be your fault, right? But then he explains how it's your fault and how, you know, if you if you woke up 10 minutes earlier when there was no traffic, you like all of the choices that you had leading up to that point. But then he said, he, then he uses this natural phenomena uh, in, in um, the weather, uh, a thunderstorm. He says, that, he says this, he says, now, if you, if you buy a house, and you buy a house and there's a thunderstorm and the thunderstorm knocks out your power. He says, and you go without power for three days. He says, that is your fault. It is not the, 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 the light companies and it's not God's fault. He says, it's your fault. And then he pauses, you know, I listened to the audio book and then, and then I paused. I was like, you know, how in the world is that my fault? And then he elaborates, he goes on to say, he says, now he says, when you bought that house, you knew you bought that house in the flood zone. He says, and you knew you bought that house in a place where it rained. And you also knew that where it rains, it, it, there's thunder and lightning. He says, and thunder and lightning consistently throughout the years since we've had uh, electricity the way that we do, they knock down power lines. If you live by trees, he says, it was always, your, it's, it's, he says, as a man, he says, it's your responsibility to provide lights for your family by any means necessary. And he says, what you should have done, knowing all that information, is bought a generator, a generator big enough to run your house in that event. He says, because it's not the responsibility of the light company to provide lights for your family. It's always been yours. So he says, things don't happen to you. They happen because of you. And then, you know, and, and you know, for me, when I conceptualize that, there's, there's always uh, maybe about 10 to 15 decisions that are made before the, the most impactful decision is made that's going to impact your tomorrow, your, your month, or your year, or, the, or potentially the rest of your life. So what are you doing with those 15 decisions leading up? And if you know all of that, what are you doing to make it happen as opposed to allowing it to happen to you? Yeah. I like that. Uh, I, I think that, um, that taking ultimate responsibility for yourself, there's a, an, a, another person that I followed and, and he took it to an extreme almost that he says, I take ownership over everything. If my wife were to be hit by a meteorite, I wouldn't be mad at the meteorite. I would take responsibility of, well, I, I, you know, I, I and he says he was being somewhat over facetious, but like I, you know, could have extended a conversation or it was me that wanted my wife to go out that day or whatever. And obviously he's being hyperbolic for sure. But a person that wants to take full responsibility, even of the things that like were out of your control, like, no, I know it's out of my control, but I still take responsibility for it. That is a rare person because um, 
it, it, it's, it's that ultimate display of, I, um, I don't want to say I'm in charge, but I'm responsible. And I think it's also beautiful because I think that's why we honor sports so much. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times when I always like to get in these conversations, because when, when people start talking about fairness and things aren't fair, I'm like, this is why people love sports. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not fair that yeah. the Cincinnati Reds haven't won a championship since 1990. Mm-hmm. But that's the reality. Yeah. So I, th- I think for me, you know, especially, you know, dealing with kids at a school all day, I have kids of my own and just kind of humor me here for a second. Normally, when someone is taking responsibility for something, I think I'm, I'm talking about the difference between accountability in, in relation to leaving yourself well and responsibility in relation to leaving yourself well. Normally, responsibility occurs after the fact. I think it's, I think it's us acknowledging that that was in my control. And I, I, for whatever reason, I did or I did not do that. Who's responsible? responsible for this work it's normally something after the fact so taking responsibility for something and i used to tell the kids all the time i would say you know you know they'd be doing something silly i was like what if what if your friend and you would have got hit by a car then i would take responsibility for it i said and i would say well how is your responsibility gonna make those parents feel better when i have to say something tell those parents that their child got hurt or explain to someone the circumstance like responsibility isn't really going to do much in, in that. I'm glad that mm-hmm. you're willing to take responsibility, but let's talk about accountability and doing the right things for the right reasons before we have to get to that responsible part. Because just like I said prior to, what you do prior to and after responsibility matters more than taking responsibility, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, So (laughs) back to that, what makes it so like, is it some, I don't want to say subliminal, like the fact that everybody, seriously, people love to be led. People Mm -hmm. love to be motivated. Um, so as, as we've established, it's hard to, to motivate yourself or to keep that, but like, what is it that all like makes it so universal that people like the inspirational message? Although, you know, go ahead, go ahead. Well, for, for me, I think it reminds us of what we could do or what yes. we could be that someone else. Yes. Uh, you think about, you know, the dude who, who ran the sub four minute mile. The, the you know, we, we marvel at the accomplishment. But when you read this, when you read his story of how he trained mm-hmm. and he talks to you about how he trained, you, you take the you take this accomplishment of running a sub four minute mile. And it becomes something that I can attain if I follow that same path. So I think I think in a lot of sense, we just as people, if I don't know how to do something, it's easy for me to defer to the person who seems most confident. That's why sometimes I give and I laugh at people who are and and if you're if this is you, I love you. you. You haven't called me, but some people who are financial advisors. And they're in debt to their eyeballs. (laughs) They're trying to tell like real conversation. Hey, man, if you invest in this, you know, uh, you know, this, what what do they call it? This mutual fund. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, in the next 10 years, you can have $180,000. And I was like, well, how's your mutual fund going? Well, I don't really have a mutual fund. 
Yep. So I think it, it gets to a point to where it's, it's, we rely on expertise of the position. But I think when we really reflect that it's the same reason we go to a doctor. I really want my doctor leading my health. But then I, I got to a point in life where, OK, if I, I'm going to go to this doctor and he's going to tell me something that I already know. I got pain in my back. I've taken the ibuprofen. Here's what I, he's going to run down the list of questions. I need to be able to figure out for myself how to take care of my body because it's my body. So I have to learn to lead myself well. And here's the thing about learning, Don. And I read this in a book. It's called, I've, I can't, the author name does not come to mind, but if you're an educator and you have teachers on your campus, read this book. It's going to help you drive the conversation on engagement. It is called Engagement is Not a Unicorn, it's a Norwalk. But she, but in the book, she writes about this um, this superintendent in, I believe, DeKalb County in, in Atlanta or in, the, in Georgia. And um, she says this, she says, uh, change is learning and or learning equals change. Whenever you learn something new and you really learn it, you you are forever changed and i don't want you to i don't want you to be like well i don't want you to think in terms of oh i read something on facebook today i learned that you know uh lebron james and russell westbrook played for the los angeles lakers that's not the kind of learning i'm talking about i want you to think of a piano and think about that you've gone through this process to learn how to play the piano sound will forever sound different for you like like your your perception of sound your perception of of notes will, will will be forever changed in your mind so i'm talking about that transformational that transformational learning where i've learned this and now it's impacted my thinking it's impacted my actions which impacts my practice yeah there it is that was a good one i enjoyed that today i i, I totally agree i um i think on your first point I think that the motivation at first makes people excited on the possibilities. And then I think the whole angry, your, uh, what is the positive toxic positivity? I think, I think that's just code speak for you're making me feel guilty that I'm, I don't know. Like, I think that there's some realness there. I think that there's some people that are a little bit, you know, too over the top, but for the most Mm -hmm. part, I think that people that don't want to hear positive messages, it's because they don't want to. They don't want to be reminded that they're not being positive, and and, I, and I'm not trying to be divisive. I'm just saying people that are always just really, really, really bothered by motivational messages. And again, I know that it can go too far, but if you're, if you're always bothered by positive messages, I I just think that you just want to be reminded that everything sucks and there's nothing you can do. And I totally disagree with that. Yeah, I'm like I'm like the guys on the Titanic that kept playing even though the ship was going down. Yeah, you know, like I know the ship is going down, but here's a, here's I read this quote, um, and I believe Todd Whitaker uh, said this, and wherever he got it from, kudos, or if he made it up, but he says, you know, <clears throat> positivity. Uh, you basically, I'm gonna paraphrase it. P- positivity might not help the situation, but I know negativity won't help the situation. Yeah. So, so being positive in a negative situation, it may or may not help, but being negative in this situation never helps. And I think, I think you know, when you when you really line it up, talk about leading yourself well. I think the the biggest levers are your your training yourself. 
what are you what are you doing right now to to grow and to change yourself in the area of that you need the most right now and then it's all then and then combining that i know what i need with with my actions and then your actions taking responsibility because you know that's the midpoint taking responsibility reflecting and then going back through that cycle what am i what do i need to know what do i need to learn how do i need to grow what actions accompany accompany that and then what are the results i think if you go through that that loop consistently daily monthly leading yourself is hard but you you'll get stronger so the hard won't feel as hard yeah yep all right that's that's a wrap <laughs> if you've enjoyed this hopefully um you're you're leading yourself if not we always like to hear from you um you know what 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 are what is inspirational to you and how do you lead yourself we'd like to know one last point because actually a lot of people a lot of people thank you by the way if you've reached out to congratulate us on our new numbers i have and this is getting pathetic maybe i should just stop doing this but we had another high point um the other day um darn it let me look it up see now i just lost it i was going to bring this up we so we we had our first 100,000 month um and we had our highest day total on wednesday the 6th and that new high was 11,105 lessons. So if you're one of those persons that is recommending or sharing our podcast, it literally is because their multiplier effect because of you. And we sincerely appreciate you. At some point, I wish you needed to do like a giveaway or something. I probably got some extra books sitting around here that I could that authors had sent. I've, actually, you know, I do. I've got some signed copy. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'll, I'll, we'll have some sort of a giveaway because like the, the response we've gotten from you guys is fantastic. We appreciate you more than you know. So humble brag moment that we just hit a high point on the 6th that that uh, eclipsed 11,000, 11,105. So thank you so very much. All right. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm always still blown away. I can't get over it. All right. So for Don, so for Don Wetrick, I'm Jamal Crook. Somehow... We switched voices. Yeah. <laughs> Reminding you of the opportunities everywhere. We'll see it.